and welcome to another episode of Brains 2.0. Today we're going to talk with Johanna Dahlman about alopecia and how to prevent it. She has some really interesting tips, so stay tuned. Hey, welcome guys to another episode from Brains 2.0. And today we're here with Johanna. Johanna Dahlman. Johanna, welcome to the show all the way from the Netherlands. It's so good to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate your time. Well, you're so welcome. Um, you have fascinated me ever since we got in touch on LinkedIn and um, you are an alopecia champion. I love that. And you know, when I looked at your hair, I'm like, it's so incredibly gorgeous. So um, welcome. I really think it's awesome what you're doing here. So let's just dive in. Shall we do that? Yes, thank you. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about um, what are you doing right now? What is kind of your mission on this planet Earth right now? We'd love to hear that. My mission is to help everyone with alopecia understand and know that it's possible to reverse alopecia with diet and lifestyle. I, I tell my clients that I'm not a unicorn. This is not just, you know, possible just for me that this is actually repeatable. And, you know, learning in school, you, you have theories and you have hypotheses. And this is, you know, solid information that if we support the body, if we're able to reduce toxins, if we're able to be healthy, eat healthy and support it with nutrients and, you know, live in a way that's very conducive to better health, then we will definitely improve our health. And this includes autoimmune diseases. This includes diabetes. This includes alopecia. Uh, reversing alopecia is not just for, you know, the, the few and far between. It, it doesn't discriminate against, you know, age, class, or race, or anything, you can get this at any time as quote, unquote, healthy as you may think you are. And wow. due to this, it, you know, it happened to me at 35. And it was, it was a huge alarm clock for me, it was a an annoying alarm that just stopped everything, it, it forced me to stop everything I was doing. And, um, yeah, and I'm curious about that, right? Because, you know, I was wondering about it. How did you ever get to that? So what is that story? When did you was 35, right? And suddenly what happened? Did things just, did your hair just start falling out? What happened with you? It did, ex exactly. Now, and, you know, a lot of times I'm so positive and I'm so optimistic. I just push forward in denial. And so, again, I was uh, diagnosed by my, hair, uh, by my hairstylist because I was sitting in the chair I was getting my highlights done and she, she turns me around. She says, Hey, you have this, this, she didn't even want to name it. And, and, and I looked at it and it looked, and it was small. It was small, like a penny sized bald spot in the back of my head. And because as, as you could see from pictures, I have so much hair. I was like, Oh, this is no big deal. This is going to go away. I don't know what this is. This is a joke. Like, let's move on. I have too right, much hair. Right. <laughs> unbeknownst to me um this was um like november and then back in may i went back to california i was living in colorado at the time i went back to california and i saw my hairstylist who knows me since i'm 13 years old and he says johanna you have alopecia you need to take care of this right now and i'm i'm stunned i'm in the chair getting my highlights and I, you know, I start Googling as, as I'm researching on the phone and he's, you know, going through my head and I just start crying and I, I see the worst of the worst, you know, in front of me and I'm shocked. And 
you know, I just don't hold back. I, you know, so if I have to cry in front of the whole salon, I'm crying in front of the whole salon and this is what's happening. And it was awful. Like, you know, you, you, you get a hold of yourself in a little bit, but then after it's just like, you go home. I mean, just awful. What, what was, and, what, what was, what was you reading? What was, what was coming up for you at that point? What was going on? That's that were the dire results. What, what were the stories telling you? Well, it wasn't just stories. It was the fact that, you know, medical Google and anything else that you want to Google says, A, there's no cure. It also says um, many things that, you know, you have different types of alopecia and, and everything from scarring to being completely bald, being, you know, and for someone who's had big hair her whole life with a big personality, this, um, this was kind of like a shot to the heart. And you, it shakes you on, on many levels. And, you know, I, I felt the depression, I felt the anxiety, I felt the, the fear of unknowing of a, am I going to be part of that percentage of people who goes on to acquire a second or a third autoimmune mm -hmm. disease, or is this going to go away? Is this for life? Like there's a lot of unknowns when you're first quote unquote diagnosed. And many times, you know, being diagnosed in the chair at your hair salon, that's the way it's diagnosed. And, um, yeah, because we're ne not necessarily looking for it. And so once you start to see the hair loss, then it just became more and more apparent. And all of a sudden, it's kind of like your whole body is under attack. It's not just the hair loss, it's digestive issues, it's insomnia, it's the brain fog, it's fatigue, it's the dry eyes, the dry skin. It's, um, you know, bowel movements that are very difficult to pass. Um, there's just, you know, so many things that go along with it. And it's much more than hair loss. I, I mean, I, I talk about this consistently on my blogs. And mm -hmm. um, it, it's just a scary time. I think the unknown is very, very hard to grapple with. But then once you start informing yourself, once you start realizing that it is possible to reverse, and I was determined, you know, I, I didn't have anyone to follow in terms of, you know, look up to, for example. Yeah, so what um, did you do? Did you go to your doctor? Did you go, what did you do? Of course, you know, because Western medicine teaches us, should anything go wrong, you go to the doctor. You know, Western medicine teaches you the first thing you should be doing is to grab pharmaceuticals, to grab over-the-counter drugs, to look at your drugstore or pharmacy and see what kind of um, hair solutions are there for hair loss, right? Anything from some sort of, um, topical to some sort of serum to some sort of, you know, injection. And so when I saw my doctors, both in Colorado and in California, um, it was creams, it was cortisone shots that were available to me or at my disposal. And, you know, I saw doctors in the Netherlands as well. And none of them, not the doctors, not in Europe and not in the States were very helpful. Mm -hmm. None of them mentioned diet and lifestyle, of course. And when I started doing more and more research and I started analyzing what was going on in my life, I knew that if I had hair up until 35 years of age, I would get it back. There was something in my gut telling me like, I'm going to get this back. I just need to figure out how. Yeah. And between all these doctor's visits, between all these flights, between all the transitions that I was going through in life, because much more than just you know, living in Colorado, I was also, I had just met my uh, fiance and we were planning on getting married and I was about to move to, to Europe. And there's just a lot of moving going around 
Um, I moved twice, actually, from Miami to Denver and then from Denver to the Netherlands all in one year. And but, you know, if I start to really, really hone in, like there's there's been many mistakes in my life, um, you know, using over the counter drugs, being dependent on Advil or Tylenol, being, you know, um, exposed to too many antibiotics, all these things um, accumulate, you know, in as toxins and hamper and really hinder your, your health in the long run, if you don't know how to mitigate it, if you don't know how to nurse. So instead of, um, so now my protocol or my, my way to heal is the natural way and try to support the body as much as possible versus trying to grab that over the counter medicine. So which can I go back a little bit to oh, your story? Medicine. Because I am curious before we go to your protocol, because I love that idea too. But I'm curious. So you, you didn't find it in the medical. How did you then turn to to diet and lifestyle? What was it just who actually helped you with that? Or did you just figure it out by yourself? What did you do? I'm curious. So I spent two years and a half uh, doing tons of research. I spent literally 12 hours a day. I made it my full time job to really look into this because I was desperate. Anything I did created more hair loss. Anything. So the cortisone shots that I tried once, the creams that I tried once, all created more hair loss. The over-the-counter pharmaceutical possibilities here in Europe, because I, I I really like the pharmacies here in Europe, but those hair protocols or hair treatments made things worse. Everything made things worse. And I was just not losing hope, but feeling very frustrated as a type A person who likes to uh, goal, uh, goal set and accomplish things. This was very, very frustrating. And, you know, yes, I, I did find myself sad. I did find myself really depressed about the whole situation, but at the same time, I still have that motivation to keep going because it's my hair. It's my health. Like I need to fix this. This is not going to go away. I'm not going to quote unquote, accept being losing all my hair. This is not going to happen. Nice. And so Love it. I was so determined, <laughs> so, so determined. You have no idea. I'm very, very determined. And so um, beyond my research, I started dabbling into natural ways of, of healing. I, I figured that, you know, if there was a way into this, there's got to be a way out. And so I became my own guinea pig in terms of eating different things, um, trying different things, looking at Ayurveda, looking at traditional Chinese medicine, looking at, um, you know, even in feng shui, I looked at every aspect and I kept a really open mind and tried anything and everything. And then once I started seeing results, Mm -hmm. that's when I was like, okay, beautiful. I have results. Now let's document this. So I documented it and I was like, okay, now I need to see if it actually works in other people. And my first client is a, um, well, she, she's now a graduate. She, she graduated at the time from college, but she had suffered from alopecia since she was nine years old. Oh, wow. And, and so I met her when she was 25 years old and she had maybe 10 to 13 different bald spots all over her head. And I told her exactly what to do. I coached her through it. And in nine months total, she covered all those hair, uh, hair bald spots that she had. Wow. Wow. So in nine months, she had full hair growth and she's a professional athlete. And so she told me, you know, I feel very good. I feel healthy, um, super energetic, you know, her menstrual cycles regulated, like everything was harmonizing. And so the more and more I started to help 
people, um, either via the books or via coaching, I started to realize and get feedback that everything works in concert. You know, our bodies are just so amazing, perfect, beautiful machines that we just need to support it. We need to learn how to really support it from A to Z. And once that happens, then us as the conductor can have a beautiful symphony. We can have beautiful health. And it's a lot of things that we're made to believe that are hindering our health. You know, you can't go to, we're not being taught in, in schools. We're not being taught in, in, you know, by the government, you know, how to de-stress, what nutrition, right. true nutrition really looks like. Um, and I'm not surprised that the U.S. in particular has an uptick of autoimmune disease, has an uptick of obesity, has an uptick of heart disease and diabetes. And, and yet, you know, you would think that this country has amazing resources, which it does, but for some reason it's not being utilized to the best of its ability. And we still have issues with clean water, tap clean water. You know, like we were discussing before, we don't have that in the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. You know, in the Netherlands, they have amazing high quality tap water. Yeah. And in the U.S., it, it varies from county to county, city to city, state to state. This shouldn't be. We should have the basics in place. Yeah. And so, you know, whose fault is that? Yeah, you remind me of something. And um, for those who are listening to us, I am from the Netherlands originally, too. So I love that. And when I came here, I was like, yeah, I just drink tap water. I mean, so so common for me, right? Because in the Netherlands, <laughs> we did. And, and here in the United States, yeah, a lot of people say, no, you can't drink that. And in many cases, you can because it, it's that's just not healthy. So, yeah, I love you bring up. So I'm curious. You've, so you've went on and helping more people, right? Uh, yes. Different walks of life, different, because I love this story that you have a nine-year-old and then from a nine-year-old and then seeing a real difference at 25, that, that change probably changed your life. I, when people are listening, I'm sure they're like saying, well, this is not for me, right? And I'm sure you've heard that before, right? People saying, mm -hmm. well, it won't help me. It, it can't help me. I've tried all this stuff. What would you say to people who are listening to, to that? What would you say? Well, Henry Ford has a beautiful quote. He says, whether you believe you can or you cannot, you are right. Mm. And so I believe that in anything that you do, you have to believe that you're able to do it first. True. How is it that we can put men on the moon? How is it that we can, you know, fly in outer space, that we can create airplanes? I mean, all this happened before all of society accepted that it was possible. And yet we have the Wright brothers who, you know, who were able to discover and, and create and invent airplanes and this type of thing and flying. And so why not, why not believe our bodies can heal? Beautiful. Why not? I mean, seriously, it's just a simple question. I mean, we didn't have these, these diseases before. These are autoimmune diseases in general are actually relatively recent. They just happened in the last 15 to 20 years that these become um, part of our vocabulary. Yeah. Why no, is that? Absolutely. You're right. <laughs> because we changed our lifestyle. We changed our diet. We changed all that kind of stuff. You're right. Absolutely. Yes. I'm so in there with you. When, when you, when you say, um, so I'm, I am curious because we probably will have listeners say, well, I, I do have alopecia, right? But I don't have autoimmune disease, right? Is that a question you have or you get? Is there, is there different forms where uh, the, the protocols that you work are specifically for people with alopecia with autoimmune disease? Or is it also for alopecia when people say they don't have autoimmune disease? Or does that exist? I'm curious. So in my understanding, you can have hair loss at any point in your life. And hair loss doesn't necessarily have to look like alopecia okay. areata or alopecia universalis. However, 
the medical term for hair loss is alopecia mm -hmm. and alopecia is an autoimmune disease. And so this is something that's a little more different than just, let's say, in having two extra strands of hair loss a day, yeah. um, right? It, it, it's a little different and um, kind of like pneumonia, right? You can have a cold and you can recover from the cold after a week of, of rest and chicken soup and this type of thing. But you want to take care of the cold now. You don't want to wait until it's a bronchitis. You don't want to wait until it turns into a pneumonia, right? right. Because then it's more, uh, you know, precarious. It's a, it's a different situation. It's a different protocol. And, um, not to say you can't reverse pneumonia, not to say you can't heal from that. You can, but why let it faster? Why let it get to that point? Totally. I love that. So what's your mission girl and what can, what can people do who are kind of listening to this? And they're like, wow, I'm, I'm kind of getting curious what I can do. But, um, I'd love to hear your mission. And then how can people get in touch with you personally too? Love to hear that. My mission is to help those, um, including parents who have children with alopecia, to help them reverse this. And it's not just, um, you know, it's not just a quick fix. This is a lifelong change, a lifelong uh, shift in diet and lifestyle. We can't go back to the old ways. We can't go back to the old habits. For example, I used to be a type of person that could eat anything and do anything and not that alopecia has inhibited me, not at all, but at the same time, there are certain foods that I can no longer eat because A, it's not good for me. B, there is a sensitivity, mm -hmm. not, necessar not necessarily an allergy, but there is a sensitivity. And also because it's just not conducive to lifelong health. And so even now after alopecia, after more than four or five years of being free of it, I want to you know, level up. I want to upgrade my health as much as possible. And now I'm looking at how to have a healthy brain, how to avoid Parkinson's, how to avoid, um, you know, dementia, how to age gracefully, how to be the healthiest, strongest, most energetic person I can be each and every day naturally without, um, you know, totally. taking on so many toxins and taking on so many things that, you know, creating more boundaries. And and just being and as helpful and and serving uh, this population because I believe autoimmune diseases in general are are not as served as they should be and alopecia a lot of times tends to be a second uh, side effect or a symptom of Hashimoto's or of diabetes or of another different type of autoimmune disease and so um, it, it seems to me that many people feel that this is their quote unquote destiny, that this is the only way that they can live, that being bald is just part of their life. It doesn't have to be like, mm -hmm. I really believe that you can reverse it. And I've actually had clients who were um, alopecia universalis, alopecia totalis, and who have reversed it even after 10 years, even after 20 years of being alopecia universalis, being bald, they start to grow hair in less than eight weeks on my program. Diet yes. and lifestyle are the biggest foundations to everyone's health. And so that is going to determine much more than genetics, than much more than anything else. You make the changes, you'll see changes. Wow. So what is your protocol like? Can you tell a little more? And, and then also, how can people get in touch with you? Because that is amazing. What you just said, uh, like people who were, who were bald, right? And then were able to grow hair again and feel better and, 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 and function better, right? Have better brain health, better physical health as well. I love that. You know, that's all what I'm about too. So I, I think you have something really important here. 
So what is that protocol like and, and um, what can people do to get in touch with you to find out more about it? So in terms of the protocol, my signature program is two months long. So it's eight weeks with me. I essentially hold your hand week by week. And so I give you bite-sized pieces of information to implement. I give you challenges and week by week, I'm checking in on you. We have coaching sessions. Uh, you're in a group. And so it's a, it becomes a supportive community. And, you know, everyone's journey in health is different. I've seen nutritionists come into my program. I've seen personal trainers who are extremely fit come into my program, even though they're suffering from hair loss as well, even though they're suffering from alopecia. And many times because of their discipline and because of their advanced knowledge, they see results real quick. Other people too, the more you implement, the more you see results. It's unbelievable to see people from all different walks of life, all different countries is representative. I feel like I'm working with the UN almost because it's everyone, <laughs> literally everyone's represented. And, um, and in eight weeks, everyone sees results. It's, it's amazing. Um, I have an over 90% success rate in this. And it's because I believe you have accountability. You have me there. And I'm looking at the puzzle pieces and we're putting this together and it's amazing. And, you know, everyone has their challenges with day-to-day -day life and everyone's stressors are different and everyone's um, ability to commit is also different, but I'm there to be your cheerleader, to motivate you, to help you make things easier and more simpler if you need. Um, and this is why I take it week by week, because during my time with alopecia, the brain fog was uh, just out of this world. Um, the whole situation that I was feeling with alopecia during that time was so um, draining. Uh, it was so hard for me to find the motivation to go to the gym. It was so hard for me to get out of bed. And this is so unlike me. I, I'm, I'm just the opposite. I have tons of energy and I've always been this way. But during alopecia, it was an out-of-body experience where it leaves you much more than just, you know, on the couch and depressed, but almost kind of scrambling for where are your keys? Like my, my memory took a, a hit to this too. And so you see different aspects of your body kind of revolting against you. And so once you start to heal, everything is starting to synchronize again. Everything is starting to function like a well-oiled machine, right? I just told a, a client earlier before this call that it's almost like running on a car that hasn't been, that hasn't had an oil change in over three years. Like, how do you expect that car to function properly for you? Something's going to go wrong. Right. Yeah. And so it's the yeah. same thing. We need to oil our car and, you know, keep it at its, at the certain checkups and make sure that we're nourishing it completely. And so um, this is part of it. And so this is why I, I take bite-sized pieces week by week, because if not, it overwhelms you too much. Like if you were to open up my book, there's just so much information at, you know, that's coming at you, you don't know where to start. And so for a lot of people, I think it's easier when you hold their hand, walk them through it. And this is why I'm seeing a 90% success rate. Nice. Beautiful. Well, how can I get in touch with you? What's the best way? alopeciaangel.com is my website. You also have Instagram and Facebook handles at alopecia angel. And um, I offer a free consultation. So you can go ahead and email me directly on the website and grab that so we can talk and speak more about, you know, your clients um, or your personal situation with alopecia and hair loss. 
Awesome. Beautiful. Well, let's keep that in mind, guys. And please share that. As anybody who's listening, uh, please share this. Share this with anybody you know. who Because there's so much going on with autoimmune alopecia. I love what you're doing, Johanna. I really, really, really do love what you're doing in terms of uh, changing. Because we're, I think we're so aligned in so many ways that the message is the same in, in terms of when you really want to change, right? Really want to change deeply inside how you feel, how your brain works then um, you have to change things around your lifestyle and around your diet. And you are so aligned. And I love how you're doing that specifically about autoimmune disease and alopecia. I think, um, I think your program sounds phenomenal. And uh, thank you so much for coming on. I only kind of want to finish with one thing because I, I always say at the end, you've given us so much, right? You've given us so much knowledge and so much insight about um, what can change for people. And it's so needed right now. I'm almost curious about... Can you give one recommendation, one tip that um, that people can do today, right, to actually feel better, to actually feel better in their in their brain, in their body? It's not going to be the cure for alopecia because I get it. You you need more time with that, and I love that you have a two month program with that. But what is something they can do today to kind of feel better? Can you give us a tip? Yes, I would take out all alcohol and all caffeine. Oh, nice. Why that particular? Well, first off with caffeine, the problem is, is that um, it's one of the products that has the most pesticides on it. So caffeine also uh, is like a cover up for the lack of energy that we're having. The lack of energy also stems from a lack of sleep. So, I mean, my first response initially to your question was going to be sleep. But then at the same time, you know, you have to really understand the, 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 the background science be behind that. And so what I would really want to say is that to take out the alcohol and, and the caffeine, because these are two things that are very part of day-to-day -day base. And I think once you take those out, even if it's just for 30 days, you see a change, not just in how you feel, but also in how your body is processing food and how you're, you're thinking and your clarity. A lot of times there's band-aids that we're using or that we're doing on a day-to-day -day basis. And we can't see, um, we can't see these blind spots. And so I think alcohol, taking this out, cleaning up and giving our liver a break, the same with, with coffee, um, giving ourselves a break, allowing our adrenals to, to breathe a little bit, I think would be very helpful. Awesome. Well, thank you for that tip. And I just want to make sure one thing we have uh, clear, because when people are interested in your program, I assume it's all done online, right? You mentioned it was in all international, so it's not in person. I assume it's all done online, so anybody can in the world can attend, can can be part of it, right? This is correct. It's all online, and um, next one starts August first. Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks so much for Johanna for this interview. You've beautiful light on everything you're doing and um, you're doing an amazing work so please guys please share please share what we're doing here tag somebody in this post and um, let's make a difference for in this world and how we're treating our bodies because i think that's what you're all about too Amen. thanks johanna so much take care Amen. Thank okay. you, so much. you too <laughs> you're welcome we'll talk later and for everybody else please look out for the next episode of brains 2.0 and again share this episode bye guys bye